0: Hey folks, welcome to the first episode of the Avocado Gamescast, recorded in 2021. And as we always do with our first episode of the year, we're going to talk about the games we're anticipating, and we'll also make some predictions for the year to come. Will we be accurate? Eh, probably not, but we have no financial stake in the outcomes, so we can just say whatever we want. Isn't that great? Anyway, I'm your host Merv, <laughs> and joining me, she's sending good vibes to Zagreus, it's Lovely Bones.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on that show All right.
0: And he's the man, the myth, the legend. It's the Tutmeister, Andy Tunnel. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Glad to be back. Glad to have uh, both of you back uh, today to
1: talk about 2021. Thank you. Which is yeah, Andy? Did you know that you were on my very first episode I ever did of this show, which was oh, no, two kidding. years ago? Wow, that's <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, back in 2019, when the world was a yeah. a different place.
2: Um,
0: you yeah, could, yeah. could go see people and
2: go to concerts and movies. It was wonderful. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I I think I, I was still living in Los Angeles at the time. It was a very different world. Um,
1: I was dating a second person and going to bars with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Good. Life was different back in the day. I love we say back in the day, like we're all fifty or something, um, <laughs> which is fine. You can be a fifty year old play video games. Video games are for everyone.
1: Uh, uh, video games are for everyone, but also I do expect my lifespan to be equivalent to that of a Solarian, roughly like forty and out.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. are yeah, you I'm also for- going to like? Did you also like hatch from an egg?
1: maybe
0: it's possible all right, we're all we're all amphibious on the inside uh so the holidays happened some of us got some more video games some of us played some more video games uh what did y'all play over the holidays bones what were you playing
1: too many things um i really spread myself unhealthily thin like i i play a few games at a time a lot but this was. Is... This was bad. It was a poor choice. Anyway, Hitman 2016. The new one's coming out. I can't afford to buy a $60 game. Um, really hoping that Mass Effect remastered in $60. Anyway, um, so I'm putting the first one, the, uh, the 2016 Season 1 reboot. And it'd be so helpful if we could have called the, the sequels to that one, Seasons 2 and 3. But uh, but the market dictated otherwise. Anyway.
0: Yeah, the market just it's kind fun. of like... Remember how we have like two Prey games and they came out 11 <laughs> yeah. years apart, and Steam had a highly. bug for a while where if you had both of them, it would install the new one over the old one.
1: Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah why would you yeah, want to one? That doesn't make any sense.
1: We're all very lucky that the Halloween Slasher franchise isn't uh, a video game. There would be literally three different games overlapping each other.
0: Could you imagine if Weezer was a video game? That would really <laughs> screw things up.
1: Okay, honestly, that would be legit. though. like the blue game, the red game, yeah, <laughs> I'd be
0: The teal game, uh, which is just stolen assets from another game. Um, so, <laughs> how how was how is Hitman? How are you enjoying it?
1: Hitman's really good. I mean, I've been playing this game, this series, since I was like twelve. <laughs> I have a, a lot of built-up attachment for it, um, but yeah, the uh, this this it took me a long time to get around to these these reboot games, but they're they're really really good as a like as a as, as a person who was used to playing the original Xbox ones. These ones are a big leap in certain ways. You know, they're the maps are a lot bigger, but they but they're not like too cluttered or or um, too big. They're Just gorgeous now, and you know there's some nice little mechanical changes like that. That when you're physically wrestling with someone, it looks like you're physically wrestling with something with them, instead of just kind of like mechanically jabbing them for a bit.
3: (laughs) so
0: not like those. Not like a like a slap fight. It's an actual tussle.
1: Yeah, yeah. Physical hand-to-hand combat in the old games is basically
2: slapping in uh, in Goldeneye. does, does every yeah. game in this series have you dress up as a waiter and try to assassinate somebody? Because I've only ever played one Hitman game, and I swear that was, like, two of the missions in one of them. And the trailer well, for all the Hitman games that come out, are you dressed up as a waiter? That's, like,
1: the, the, the easiest option you can ever access, but there's always, like, 30 different options per level. And then yeah. in wackiness, I... J- just in this game, I have... I have taken over the identity of a supermodel, walked a runway, <laughs> and then killed uh, the, the person who employs the supermodel. Also, the supermodel is secretly another assassin. Um,
2: okay. What about the out There.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I, I, in the second level, the Italian level in, in 2016, I, I killed a guy uh, as a therapist. Like He, he sat right down on his couch, and I just got up and smothered him with a pillow. Um, yeah, that is there's... dark <laughs> Yes it is <laughs>
2: Hey Doc I have um, some problems Oh here you go Let me
0: just put this pillow On your face Forget about everything
1: Um yeah The, yeah. the series has always been Incredibly creative and, and varied And like encouraging you To to, to explore And just discover All of the possibilities Available to you And that's That's always been something That I've really enjoyed Also it's one of the only Kind of stealth games I can really get into Because I'm much more Into the like oh god, do they suspect me I'm dressed as a clown and, and am I am I a convincing enough party clown <laughs> than like, oh, I'm in the, the, the shadows and just if anyone sees me I'm dead.
0: Yeah, it's more like was, that social stealth idea that Assassin's Creed kind of t- tries to do but is also <laughs> kind of beholden to, um, to more typical stealth mechanics. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you kind of got to go one way or the other with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was was the thing when Assassin's Creed first came out, when I was in Breaks yourself, middle school. Um, (laughs) Like, I got the original and I was heartbroken that it wasn't enough like Hitman, which, was that necessarily fair?
0: Well, yeah, actually the first game of the series is a lot more like Hitman than than the subsequent games of the series, which kind of went more
1: action-adventure and now they're an RPG, I guess? That's absolutely true, but that's the thing. For like, 11-year-old Lily, it was like, yeah, this is close enough, but but not enough for me. And then, like, you know, the series just kept moving further and further away from that. It was a hack and flash for a while, then it was, like, a weird multiplayer thing. Now it's a... Now they're just huge RPGs. Yeah, I I
0: forgot (laughs) that Unity was a a four-player co-op game, uh, which still weirds me out. And the old games in the series had multiplayer like i guess yeah i think it was competitive multiplayer yeah, i don't even know how to that works
1: and I want to, it brotherhood yeah i don't know how it works either i i tapped out after two because not only was did i not enjoy the increasing hack and flashiness but i also just found etzio just so yeah it's,
2: Ezio it's... Is... <laughs> I'll just say the, sure. the multiplayer in Assassin's Creed is it's it's okay. I, I didn't love it, but yeah, it's basically kind of like a like a one versus the group kind of a thing. Like one dude is trying to yeah. assassinate other people, and 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 the other yeah, ones are I trying like, to play. I like I that kind of asymmetrical
1: thing. So good concept yeah. at least. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I think it was it was it was well received when it came out, but I, I don't know how it would play now. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was an interesting thing for its time but i think there's a reason they moved away from from doing it Cause probably cuz cause it couldn't justify server costs uh on the basis mm-hmm. of probably having not that big a player base
1: i'm guessing yeah yeah like especially when you're ubisoft and you have rainbow six siege being the you know the bank roller of the world <laughs> over there you don't need to maintain multiplayer servers for every single game you have you know hmm. um but, uh, but yeah, I I, lo- I love Hitman because I find it stealth very unique and satisfying, and I um, and I like the puzzle box level design that encourages exploration and, and replayability and and all that stuff. Um, I'm yeah. a big fan, uh, and this, the, these new games are they're good. <laughs> I yeah. would probably recommend them. Wolfman Jew is literally he's never played this series before at all, and he he's also playing the 2016 game at the same time. And he's
0: having a great time. I think it's a good entry point for sure. Sorry. Yeah, I'm there. I'm down to to definitely give it a go. I've been meaning to. Yeah. I just, you know, never get around to it because of all these other games in the backlog. Uh, but I, yeah. I really should give it a go because uh, it looks exactly like the kind of experience I, that puzzle boxy kind of experience. Is exactly what I want to have. Um,
2: Andy, okay. what have you been playing? Um, I'm kind of in the opposite boat. I didn't play. A lot of different games over the holiday i just kind of kept it to a a couple of uh of main kind of uh, uh, titles there um one was uh, cyberpunk um and uh you know we i don't really want to talk about that one too much because what else can you say about cyberpunk um but the other one i was playing was uh, murder by numbers on the switch
0: oh yeah i've played that
2: yeah it's 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 fun um I, I think I'm getting to the point you had mentioned. I think in your uh, kind of year-end games wrap-up on on the avocado that the game starts out okay, but then near the end it really starts to kind of like show its uh, flaws, where it just kind of like the story needs to wrap the fuck up already, and yep. <laughs> uh, uh, the puzzles just become increasingly um, tedious. And, yeah. and so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I I'm on I'm probably about halfway through the third chapter maybe the fourth chapter i can't remember um is it the one at the drag bar or the one on the boat uh the drag bar so i think that's oh the third yeah
0: time. you've got like 15 hours left oh my
2: god <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, i mean you know it's it's fun what, what do they call this um i mean it's Picross? Nintendo Has like p cross or whatever i think like it's called like because my my girlfriend plays these um like you can get free puzzles on the internet it's called like Oik- Oikaki or something. Uh, anyway, it, you know, it's cool. It's just basically like you've got this grid. It's it's a puzzle game, yeah. and uh, um, kind of think like Minesweeper a little bit. You've got these kind of like numbers on on the the rows and columns that tell you where dots could be. So like like in column one, like it'll have like a it'll have like a seven and a five, and there will be you know twenty dots in the column and so it means seven of those dots are together and then five of those dots are together and they'll never be touching the groupings right so you have to figure out which seven and which five have the dots in them and that corresponds to the rows which might also have a seven and a five next to it and so in that row you know again there's seven dots together and five dots together and you have to figure out which ones they are and so it's just through through kind of like math and 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 you know deduction you kind of figure out okay you know i know there can't be a dot in this spot because the numbers dictate that there will never be a dot in the spot so you can put a little x there and that kind of helps you whittle down um also, you know, i'm the- sorry you're telling
1: me this overlong math game has a drag bar in it yeah <laughs> yes. that's not fair <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah so the the basic premise of the game is you are a um, an actress on a uh, television show, like a detective television show, um, and then. Um, Put the robot That's what I know. <laughs> yeah. <Something like> <laughs> yeah. See. So you, so See. You're this actress, and you get fired from your job, and uh, and then the the producer of the show who fires you ends up being murdered, and uh, then um, you decide to kind of because people kind of suspect you at first, so you have to kind of help clear your name. So you go around these different rooms in the studio, the, the, the TV studio, and you're trying to like, um, you solve puzzles. But the main thing is there's this robot that just shows up out of nowhere and starts helping you. And, and that's kind of where the game goes from there. You use this robot to search for clues. And then when you find the clue is when you um, do the puzzle to uh, uh, figure out whatever the object is and then you can use those objects to go talk to people and use them to kind of unlock the next parts of the story because it's also got like a visual novel um side to it where you're you're talking to you know the other actors on the show and um your ex-husband becomes involved with this and you're kind of you have to question him about it so there's kind of a phoenix right um Case attorney vibe where you're kind of showing like, okay, somebody says something about like, Oh, I, I don't drink. I'm, I'm totally sober. And then you're like, ha, huh, I have this fucking flask with your initials on it. You know, uh, uh, figure that out motherfucker. And so, anyways it's kind of fun at first. Um, but yeah, it, it needs to end already. It, these chapters take way too long.
0: Yeah. I think it depends um, whether you're playing it with hints turned on or off. I was like, I'm smart. I don't need to turn hints on, and that turned out to be a mistake because I was smart <laughs> enough to complete the game, but I hated it by the end. Uh, whereas yeah. if I think I'd swallowed my pride and uh, and turned hints on, then I probably would have enjoyed it more, despite having that wound to my pride. So yeah, I don't. I really probably should have done that.
2: Way... Yeah, like like I don't. I don't know if I don't think I have hints turned on, but I also don't see any way you can lose. Game, can you lose these puzzles? Like, if you can, if I just start typing dots everywhere, or is it just kind of like a point thing where it's like, oh, you don't get as many points at the end of the level?
0: Uh, you can't lose a if you screw up a puzzle, you just have to redo it, right? Because then you'll know that you can't solve it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what determines your score at the end of the level is whether you found all the secret puzzles in uh, the let's level. See. Because some of them are a little bit hidden and aren't necessary to advance the plot. But the problem is, if you miss one, you have to replay the entire chapter to get, like, the S rank on the oh, level. Oh, God. So, <laughs> yeah, not the most user-friendly experience.
2: No. No, it's not. Um,
0: hey. But, yeah, hey. enough dunking on this indie game, which has a lot of charm to it. Uh, at least in, the, in the, the early
2: couple of chapters graphics are wonderful, like, I, I love the art um, and I, I like the characters uh, for the most part but uh, yeah man it just it needs to end Yeah, <laughs> that shouldn't be a 30 hour game you know what I mean?
0: it's like I sh- let me just open my Steam account uh, for a second um, I think it's my fifth most played game on Steam by oh, hours fuck. just because of how long it took me to beat the game um, by the end of it, I had like another. Um, I used I had like the avocado open on a second monitor just so that I wouldn't die of boredom while I was playing it. Um, oh god, how long did it take me? Yeah, it's currently my. S- I can count one, two, three, four, five, six. That se- seventh most played game on Steam at fifty three hours.
2: What the hell? You've got to be kidding me. That's like longer than an Assassin's Creed game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, the three Assassin's Creed games I've beaten are all in the the 20-something hour range. The only games I've played for longer are Sleeping Dogs, Golf With Your Friends, Tales of Zestiria, Mass Effect, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Halo the Master Chief Collection, uh, which is like six
1: games
2: in one, so that's not fair. Six games in one. (laughs) Man, I, I beat Dead Space 2 in 14 hours. So, and that game is infinitely more interesting than Murder by Numbers. Holy God.
0: Yeah, I'm looking around, like, there's another visual novel in that range. Danganronpa V3 took me 52 hours, but that was 52 hours of fun. Um, yeah, yeah I, I can see that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I
1: believe
0: that. That's, a yeah. I
1: believe that's the tagline of that game. V, v, V3 hours of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that... Without saying anything more, that's more of a spoiler than you think it is.
1: <laughs> anyway. I know. It's literally the only thing I know about the series that I read Griffin McElroy's essay about that game.
2: <laughs> well, I messed up. I, I played um, Ultra Despair Girls first, and I guess that spoils all of part one and two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I warned you yeah. not to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, fuck uh, you, I'm
0: doing it anyway. <laughs> like, You're
2: funeral, buddy. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> well, I guess I don't need to play, you know, the first game now since I know who the killer is. But so I don't know, it might be interesting to see what it's like playing it, knowing who they are and seeing like what they how they react. I don't know. It's it's gonna be a different experience for
0: sure, yeah. but I think you'll be like, oh, that makes sense, and oh, that fits together. Uh, Ultra Despair Girls doesn't actually spoil much of Danganronpa two though, so okay. you won't know exactly what's going on there yeah um, right on. all right uh and i have been playing a little game called donkey kong country tropical freeze yay um, i'm oh, not good at it right? i suck at it i suck at it a lot
1: uh, it's a challenging game
0: <laughs> yeah for sure so i'm i'm gonna admit that i'm a wimp and um so there's effectively three levels of difficulty there's like classic, then there's funky mode. But within funky mode, there's like regular funky mode, which is just the the base game, but with um the um the prices at the in-game store turned down a little bit.
3: hmm
0: Or and then there's, there's
3: the full, yeah, sorry.
0: yeah, full blown funky mode, which is if you fuck up, it don't matter. Uh, so I'm playing yeah. on regular funky mode. Um, yeah, fun,
1: just because. Funky. playing as funky you have more health and you have a surfboard that keeps you from being hurt by spike traps there's a lot going on
0: yeah so i I didn't want to trivialize it so i'm just Uh, i just made like the 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 shop prices lower for myself um so that each life is one coin instead of however many it is in the base game uh and that uh, turned out to be
1: 10 to 15
0: (laughs) 10 to 15 coins Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, so I made the right decision because that way you can just have 30 lives going into a level and not worry about game overs.
1: Um, and and I will say that, sorry, I will say that in the game's favor, like, um, it's very, it's pretty easy to grind for lives. I spent more of that game having 99 lives to burn through than not. And like, yeah, sure, yes, at that point, maybe you should just like go all the way with it, but you have to understand. It was 2014. Nintendo wasn't there yet. They had to wait until Mario Odyssey to be able to be there.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Um, but, yeah, that's... that's I'm I'm not, like... I just want to beat the game. I don't want to have, like, sure. the original experience or whatever, so yeah. I'm just letting myself... Uh, I'm just letting it gently kick my ass instead of brutally yeah, kick my I, ass.
1: I, I think that's perfectly sensible, and you're definitely still, like, enjoying the... Just how incredibly tight
0: but also intense the, the level design is. Yeah, I'd say the level design is phenomenal. They do a lot yeah. of interesting stuff with 2D platforming that I like. You'd think it's kind of not a dead genre, but a genre that's been explored to its fullest potential. And I'm still finding things in it that I find interesting or innovative, or like the enemies do interesting things, or the way you interact with the levels is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool, unique mechanics in it. Um, the art design is fantastic. Uh, I love the audio. They've done really cool things um, with all of that. The only thing I, I'm not really enjoying, I find the controls a little slippery compared to, like, especially coming off playing Ori, uh, the controls yeah. are just not as tight as I'd want them to be. But other than that, I, I'm having a good time with it. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're go go for weird deliberate slipperiness sorry i'll just shut up sorry
0: yeah no it is it is a weird like i it's partly intentional like they don't want you to be able to control the roll move really really precisely because that would kind of break the game and it needs to be kind of a risk reward thing where if you roll too close to the edge you're supposed to roll off and die um yeah. but it does make for some scenarios where you think you're pretty far from the edge you want to roll through an enemy and then you just roll right off the edge you're like oh damn it back to, yeah. Yeah. Back to the last checkpoint
1: the, the looseness can also serve the momentum when you're in a good groove when you're godzilla speed running the game
0: <laughs> uh, oh yeah i oh yeah he he's done he's done some interesting stuff with with that game mm-hmm. uh, yeah i want to know if he's 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 uh, like up on the leaderboards in the speed run now. I should ask. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's an interesting experience. I'm glad I'm having it, and it'll give me something to do for the next little while. So, mm-hmm. it'll be
2: fun. With that yeah. game, I I got it on the Wii U when it came out, and uh, I've been I don't I don't even remember what level boss this is. I'm terrible with remembering what levels are, but there's a like a like a giant bird or like an owl. Yeah. Thing. yep that's the second I, boss since 2014 like i cannot get past it i've tried many many times there's like there's like four like like versions of the boss that you have to get through and he like drops these seals or something there, the owl name is scowl by the way scowl oh god yeah, yeah, yeah. it drops i, I can't, yeah. Yeah, I, I I will never get past it. I've already decided, and that game will Dude, just stuck.
1: There are way worse bosses in that game than that. Owl. Oh god! Sorry. So like, yeah, I beat that... that. I literally spent a year on. <laughs> I
0: I was, yeah. It it's a boss where you have to kind of learn the patterns. Uh, yes. It has three phases. It's my favorite kind
3: of boss. <laughs> yeah,
0: and so the first phase is not super duper hard the second phase is where it really ramps up the third phase is cheap and very hard to dodge attacks so
1: the third phase is insane i wouldn't call it cheap but it is intense um i i, I really do believe though that this game is like like this game is on par with celeste as being like if you're gonna play a modern 2d platformer you have to play this game is my
2: perspective yeah, I had to play Celeste. I got through maybe like half of Celeste without any cheats, and then when I found out you could turn on the like the cheats where you basically never died, I was like, "Oh fuck, let's not turn on those cheats." And that's how I beat the game. There was no way I was going to get through that without some kind of a, a, a helper.
0: Yeah, I like I don't mind bashing my head against a wall uh, on occasion, but. There are some bosses like the final boss in ukulele which took me I don't know five hours to beat the boss bosses like that
1: really kill me um,
0: but yeah I don't, I
1: don't think anything okay. in, in tropical phrases as poorly designed as ukulele is.
0: yeah I've heard that the 2d ukulele is pretty good uh, so apparently yeah. they figured out how to make that franchise now. Uh, but I do not want to see a Ukulele Two in 3D because uh, I just don't think they they know how to make it. Uh, but maybe they'll surprise me. Maybe Ukulele Two will be fantastic. Uh, so, and I'll, I'll eat crow if that happens. I will literally eat crow. I will find a crow and eat it. <laughs> um, so video games are coming out in 2021. I know it are seems they- weird. That, are they? Yeah, it seems weird <laughs> that as as the world does whatever it does outside, uh, video games are still being made. Uh, and there are a lot of cool games coming up in, in 2021. So I thought it would be a good idea for us to talk about what games we're looking forward to in 2021, how we think they'll be, which games we think might uh, might surpass expectations, which games we think might be a little controversial? Let's just get right into it. Uh, Andy, what sure. are you looking forward to in twenty twenty
2: one? Um, uh, let's see what do I have here. I think the one that I'm most excited for, at least in this first kind of um, you know quarter of twenty twenty one, is Persona Five Strikers. Um, oh yeah. I was, uh, Hyrule Warriors came out um i've been really in on the like the musu games um, so i like i went back and i played the dynasty warriors games and samurai warriors and uh yeah so now every time a new one comes out i'll 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 check it out just because i i enjoyed that so much and obviously persona 5 was one of my it being it being one of my favorite games uh, when It came out was it 2018 2017?
0: 2017
2: 2017 uh, yeah yeah i I, I i jump on anything that that, that game has um, really 2016 liked,
0: was the um, original Japanese release, 2017 was the Western release. Yeah, the U.S. release, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah I said it. Sorry. No, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, so I mean, it, I know it got, I think it's gotten some kind of mixed reviews. I can't, like the Japanese version has, but I I think it's kind of the same stuff that people always complain about with musu games, where it's like it's just repetitive and it's a grind, and I don't necessarily um, hate that. <laughs> like at least with these games because yeah. it's kind of mindless and you can just hack a slash your way through and it's a nice way to kind of blow off some steam in the evening after uh work has kind of kicked your ass or something like that
0: yeah it's a it's kind of a turn off your brain kind of thing but sometimes i want that yeah yeah i'm also yeah. looking forward to it as someone who enjoyed persona 5 or at least i really enjoyed the the pop art style it had going on um, mm-hmm. and I'm eager to revisit that. So yeah. yeah. Uh anything else you're looking forward to?
2: Um well go, still going on the kind of the Persona route, I am looking forward to the uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 remake. Um oh, yeah. I'm going to switch um, I can't remember if it has a date or not yet. I think it's in March, maybe.
1: No, not yet. No, yeah, it's just spring right now. Oh, uh, but not... I expect uh, we'll hear more soon. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one too.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm completely late on this series. Like, I didn't. Persona Five was the first uh, Megami Shin Megami game I ever played. Um, so uh, I, I've, I'm all in on the series now. And uh, yeah, I just played Persona Two. Um, last uh last year in December. I guess I was kind of playing that a lot too if we want to go back to what we were playing over the holiday. Um yeah, Persona 2 was really fun. And uh yeah, so I'm I'm ready for more. Shin Megami 2.3. 3. Let's do
0: it. Yeah. I'm I'm actually really excited for SMT 5, which is also supposed to come out this year. Uh, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Hopefully. So yeah, hopefully. We'll see how I've never played one of the base SMT games, but I hear they're a lot darker and weirder than Persona. Uh, and yeah. they're they're also like Persona, kind of largely in their own continuities. So mm-hmm. you don't have to play the previous one of the series to get what's going on in the next one. So I, I do think I can jump in at
1: five. This new one to be a, more mm-hmm. of a direct sequel from SMT4. <laughs> but, oh, okay. That's kind of being told that by someone who's a very dedicated fan of, of SMP specifically so you know
3: okay
0: then I'll skip it entirely too bad
1: Sorry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> that's fine
1: slight grain of salt but it doesn't it,
0: it's okay I have too many video games to play already I can miss one yeah,
1: yeah. this is gonna be such a backlog year for me
0: <laughs> for sure um Bones, are, are there any games you're looking forward to?
1: I'm looking forward to a lot of things. I'm looking forward to the medium, even though I probably won't be able to play it for years. Um, for se- for a second,
0: I thought when you said the medium, it was like the entirety of video games, and I was like, yeah. oh wow, <laughs> that's I'm really for, ambitious. To,
1: to video game, no, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah the new survival horror game that's Xbox exclusive. And is going to be and is specifically next-gen Xbox exclusive. If I could play it on my One X, believe me, I would. Um, <laughs> but uh, so but this yeah, is it's, it's very team. much like Blooper Team, like going really high budget and going like Silent Hilly with it. And as someone who is who <laughs> who wrote the a full history on Silent Hill, I will always take the opportunity to get a new thing trying to be like that.
0: So I'm, I'm looking up. Really, really uh, for that game. I'm looking but, up Bloober Team's history right
1: Bloomberg now. Best history, yeah, but like. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they <laughs>
0: have. I mean, they did Layers of Fear and the Blair Witch game, which I, I've were both. i never
1: not someone who liked Layers of Fear.
0: <laughs> which were both well received. Um, but they also did a game called Double Blue back in 2011. So. Um, um, I don't know what that is, but go I, for it.
1: I, I just don't know anyone who likes Layers of Fear or the Blair Witch game, but <laughs> personally. Um, but I'm really trying to be optimistic about it because I want good survival horror, and I want survival horror that's not first-person and super stealthy and everything. The thing <laughs> is,
2: is, 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 will the game actually be good, or is it going to rely too much on this gimmick of um, the world's transitioning... Instantly, right? Because that's why it's only like, Series X, is because you can switch between whatever this like ghost world and the real world is, or something, kind of like that Ratchet and Clank game that's gonna come out for PS Five.
1: You're constantly playing in both worlds, like you're controlling your player twice on the screen at all times.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: My understanding. Um, and, I mean, I, I think that's a sensible, I think that's a sensible iteration on what Silent Hill was already doing with like the other world. As, mm-hmm. a, as a mechanical notion so i mean yeah i i think it can work <laughs> but we'll yeah
2: I'm, I'm interested in playing that one too but again I, I don't have a series x and i have no plans to buy one anytime soon so it's like do I, I don't want to spend 500 dollars on a system for a game that might suck so
1: yeah and i i'm i'm certainly not getting a gaming pc either sorry Murph. <laughs>
0: that's all right yeah. uh, i i i'm not offended by people not Getting a gaming PC, uh, they're, they're game PCs are their own special nightmares. They, uh, yeah, what else are yeah. you looking forward to?
1: It, it says a lot about where I'm at, also where the world is. At, that one of my 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 most anticipated releases of of 20 and 21 is a is a remaster of a tr- of a series I literally already own all of. Is <laughs> is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition? Oh yeah. yeah. Like um like it, it is one hundred percent a wait for reviews thing for me. I'm not being stupid about it, but I'm really like really hopeful that um that the the updates to it are not just like nice, you know, prettier visuals or making Mass Effect One's combat more like the sequel, but um I'm specifically really hoping that they like restore some of the cut content. Um I'd be really happy to see that. <laughs> I'm not saying it's super likely, but but it also isn't very intensive resource wise to do it. You know, it was something that people were already doing with the original versions of the game. So yeah.
0: I, I'm not even sure what was cut from from the original Mass Effect.
1: Um most uh what I'm talking about is mostly that um like there are a bunch of there are a bunch more companions who are originally bisexual and they cut out their their, their queer romance
0: <laughs> oh yeah they,
1: they recorded all of the dialogue and you can see like the cutscenes were completely finished but they were mostly finished and you could just pull that out and, and re-access them and that what? happened with Hayden, Ashley Jack Sane, uh, <laughs> just just an insane number of characters <laughs> um, so I'm kind of hopeful that you know we're in a a different cultural place than we were in 2007, <laughs> the, and and this would be you know the most demanding thing uh, to do with this kind of re-release. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll do at least a little bit. But, yeah, uh,
2: so we'll even, see. Even in 2007, we were still not fully there on. You know. I mean, Can you have to realize
0: weird, what yeah. happened with the original Mass Effect. Um, it spawned. Yeah, it spawned this this report that is right. like an alien sex game, which it right. very much is not. Yes. I'm
1: well aware. Believe me, I'm well aware. I was <laughs> a kid when that happened. I I was paying
2: attention. <laughs> it's yeah, funny, I, I'm it was a very before, like. I'm uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's just strange to think how different the world was 13 years ago, and yeah. I'm not saying we're in a great place now. I'm. Just saying, we're in a different place and probably a better place. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would say, but yeah, it's uh, a
1: trans. Trans people are an insane amount more mainstream since then, and and yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of shifts have happened. (laughs) I I can't dispute that, certainly.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a, a time when like I don't think it would be as easy to get away with. A completely made up story on an alien sex game anymore on the news um i might be putting too much faith in legacy media institutions but (laughs) i think it's yeah Yeah. it'd be a different time for
1: sure i also think fox news could try that now and wouldn't get as far with it as they did at the time (laughs) i
0: mean i think half their viewership would be into it um (laughs) uh, but that's that's a that's a whole other story uh so yeah and any other games that you're you're looking forward to oh,
1: gosh there's so many <laughs> but i'll, I'll try to keep like one more are we doing like top three here
0: yeah sure let's do top two top three whatever i've got okay. a few that i'm going to mention as well
1: sure um so i'm just looking at your list on the word doc like i i, I took a little notes for this but only one specific part um um
0: yeah sorry I, I put a lot of games on that list and I'm not going to play most of I those
1: I, I don't mind that I, I'd rather just be, try to be reminded of everything that's supposed to be on the the docket um, uh, than not
3: yeah
0: I mean while, while you're thinking of that I, I can mention a few that I'm looking forward to please um, so like I mean th- they're definitely like your big budget games your, your Halo Infinites or Scarlet Nexus's um, your Death Loops, your Psychonauts 2s. those are, I'm all looking forward to those, but I wanted to kind of highlight some, some indie picks because I figure our listeners know what's going on in the big budget space. Uh, so I wanted to mention Sports Story. If you've played the uh, sidebar game's previous game, Golf Story, it looks fairly similar. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Golf Story is like a throwback to the old top-down 16-bit RPGs. With uh, a throwback to kind of like classic golf, like golf mechanics, the the classic three-click system, Um, but it's a big freaking joke. It's a huge joke RPG, uh, and it's very funny and very silly. And they're finally doing a sequel, and now they're throwing in all of the sports, not just golf. There's uh, I guess there's hockey. Uh, There's definitely soccer, volleyball tennis you know all the good stuff all in one ridiculously stupid package so i'm looking forward to that as someone who liked uh the original golf story um this other game i wanted to highlight is a game called chris
2: sorry go ahead when you say it's a a joke like what do you you mean like is is it like an rpg parody or is it like like is it just funny um
0: it's a little bit of both in the sense that it's a top-down RPG where all of your stats are golf-related and all combat is golf.
2: So you fight, like, monsters and stuff or other golfers, or how does that work?
0: Uh, you challenge them to... Instead of fighting people, you challenge them to golf.
2: Oh, okay. Do you play full, like, 18-hole golf, or is it...
0: Uh, it depends. Sometimes it's just, like, specific, very specific challenges, like um, complete this one hole... Within three shots, sometimes mm-hmm. it's full courses. Full courses tend to be like the level-ending boss battles. I see. And between that, there's a whole bunch of other challenges. Then there's one level where most of it is actually disc golf instead of regular golf. So you're like mm-hmm. controlling a frisbee. It's weird. <laughs> it's a messed up game.
1: That's very cool.
0: Yeah, I I would I highly recommend it if you're into like jokey games (laughs) okay but it's also actually like it's like legitimately a golf game so it has like I don't know if you're familiar with like the Mario Golf three click system it's a little bit like that um so you actually it actually does require quite a bit of skill and towards the end it gets really really hard because you have to account for wind conditions and and uh grass conditions and a whole bunch of other stuff Um, so by the end it becomes very challenging but also a lot of fun Um, this other game that I'm looking forward to is a game called Chris Tales which is kind of like your again like your old school 2D JRPGs uh, but this one's made by a Colombian studio and instead of like that throwback 16-bit kind of art style it's this very gorgeous storybook kind of art style it's extremely ornate um, with, like, all this really beautiful uh, flat-shaded fantasy architecture. And on top of that, there's time travel. So <laughs> fantasy, time travel, 2D, JRPG that looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it looks super-duper ambitious. I don't know how they're going to pull this off, but I have faith that it'll be at least
1: possibly good yeah chris tales looks really cool also i love a motif of what we've been talking about where the majority of what we're talking about is was 100 2020 games that were pushed in 2021
0: <laughs> oh yeah sports story was supposed to come out like summer of last year yeah uh, say with chris tales it was supposed to come out in the fall uh, of 2020 mm-hmm. um i can name a game that was past always past slated past for sorry go ahead
1: Even the Mass Effect remasters were pushed out of the fall. That was more for that they wanted to do more for Mass Effect 1, reportedly, but uh, but beyond that, anyway.
0: (laughs) So to name a game that was, I think, always slated for 2021, there's this, Mm -hmm. another indie game called Nuts. Uh, And it looks like Vapor... Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. I I Uh,
1: haven't heard anything about this one, so please tell me. (laughs) uh,
0: It looks like Vaporwave Firewatch. I don't know how else to describe this. Uh, So, again, it's in the woods, you're paranoid, and the game involves setting up surveillance cameras to monitor squirrels who are stealing nuts.
1: Okay, I'm completely... (laughs) This is skyrocketed to the top of my most anticipated. Thank you. (laughs) I'm just, like...
0: I just looked, looking at the art style, just kind of like, I don't know how else to describe it other than vaporwave firewatch because that's exactly what it is, um, like firewatch but pink. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm super down for whatever the hell this weird ass game ends up being. It might suck. I don't know. I don't care. I'm gonna buy it anyway.
1: This sounds Um, really interesting. Yeah. Is this only expected for PC right now?
0: I have no idea. Um. I, I, sorry, sometimes I don't, when I know a game's coming to PC, I don't really look at where <laughs> else it's slated for. Um, that's
3: okay.
0: Yeah, it should be, I think it's just slated for PC right now. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, just slated for PC right now. It'll probably get, like, ported to Switch and PS5. I hope so.
1: Yeah, that's um, cool as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything else you folks are looking forward to? All right, that's every video game. Let's out in twenty
2: twenty-one. <laughs> um, this guy so, is six. I want to play this guy is six.
3: Oh
0: yeah, that's happening.
2: Yeah. Um, uh,
1: this guy. Uh, sorry. I'll, I'll yeah. also say uh, uh, the Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, that looks that, might be that looks great.
1: That one. Yeah. That's
0: like. And we, and,
1: I was gonna say and same kind you thing. Sonic, I won't be pushed back on. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll get delayed. It's coming out and right now in March, but I bet that they just
1: say it. March for like six months at this point. Like, I mean, like yeah, it could split very late, but I don't know. Usually when that happens, like right now, it's because they they are really confident in it. You know.
2: I, I bet it'll be June or July.
1: What I admire
0: it? your cynicism. <laughs> um, I don't know how long they've been working on this. That's going to determine a lot of it. Um, I've, yeah. if it's been in development for a very long time, I mean, that's also a double edged sword, right? It could mean it went through dev hell, uh, like cyberpunk did, or it could mean that it was just something they've been working on for a long time. And it's been incubating for so long and they've, they're really just
1: polishing it.
0: Um, so it's really yeah. hard to know where that is. There's is, no insider information. That's
1: where, sorry, my understanding sorry, is, is that's, where Psych- that's where Psychonauts Two reportedly is now. Like they gave a dev update in December that said, "Like is done. We're we're just polishing now." And and are we all happy? To hear that? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I
0: remember that that update is it's just polishing UX stuff now.
1: Um, yep, which, which is really exciting.
0: Yeah, I've been waiting for this game for gosh. I don't know how many years now. Same, um, same. Yeah, especially since the original Psychonauts is, is one of my favorite games of all time. I'm really excited to see where Psychonauts 2 goes.
2: I wonder if it'll be a thing where they try to release it um, in the first quarter, like before the end of the fiscal year, and if they can't make that date, if they'll just wait to push it out into the fall to have it kind of be like, a second tent pole with Halo.
0: It could wow. be. Um I my that. guess is that it was my guess is that they're they're aiming for fall because they still have to bug test everything yeah. um and, and do cert and all that and that takes time. Uh, even if, even now that they're an internal studio, they have to do cert for every other platform because, or I guess in this case, just PlayStation, uh, because they are aiming for a multi-platform release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I don't think fiscal twenty twenty is possible. No, for that game. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: it's going to be a fall release. Yeah, I would, I would uh, be fall very fall. surprised if it slipped to twenty twenty two, but I I don't think we're going to see that before the end of summer.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I'll, I just also wanted to quickly say so. So, uh, Ball and Wonderworld is the is the project that Yuji Naka has been working on since he joined Square in 2018, and for the kind of game that it is, it is that's a pretty solid, you know, dev cycle.
0: Yeah, it yeah. definitely. I I have especially since Japanese games tend to have a slightly shorter development cycle than yeah. uh, than like the big AAA Western games. Um, I think it's definitely feasible that they could get it out by March, but again, a delay is also potentially in the yeah. cards. No, no,
1: no one will look look them say something after all. Like we're we're still in COVID. Like most people are going to be patient and sane about things right now. <laughs> Unless you're Cyberpunk, where you delay it like four times in a row, and then it's still a piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. I'm I'm sure you enjoyed it, and that's valid, but
2: uh the thing i'll say about cyberpunk yeah i am enjoying it but um i'm playing it on ps5 and it still constantly crashes and so that is a huge pain in the ass because you'll be playing for like 20 minutes and then it'll crash and you'll reboot you will play for 20 minutes and it'll crash and so that's that's my frustration with it other than that i think the game is fairly solid well i'll leave it that's that's like what I've been
0: hearing from, from people who are playing it on the higher end hardware is that there's a good game in there when you can play it.
2: Yeah. And not not to get too sidetracked again on this game, but um, I like that that kind of, that Jason Schreier article came out where people were kind of talking about it. And I think somebody in there mentioned that it was like they were trying to build both a Grand Theft Auto game and uh, like a Witcher slash Elder Scrolls game. And it's like they kept kind of, these different teams didn't know what to do. So they were kind of like bouncing between the two genres. And at the end of the day, they just kind of both came out as half-baked versions of both of those styles instead of just sticking to one, like either making a GTA clone or making a Witcher three, you know, cyberpunk game. And so you can definitely see where they failed on both of those as you play through the game.
0: I almost feel like it would have been better if they didn't like the second i found out that you could drive in that game i became a little skeptical <laughs> yeah and I've, that's I've, that's where i think it kind of went off the rails
2: so yeah ahead. i've I've, uh, I've recently acquired a motorcycle and so i actually use that more than i use the car and only because i can actually see what my character looks like <laughs> you spend all this time like customizing your character and you never get to see them unless you look in a mirror so the, the motorcycle kind of gives me that Kind of like connection to the character that I've that I've created,
1: and only the mirror, no other reflective surfaces.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. You look in water, you don't see anything. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, you're just like like bloody. Was it Bloody Mary who can't see her reflection? I don't know anything about tales. Um, no, definitely not Bloody Mary. What am I saying? Um, anyway, uh, a lot of other things are going to happen in 2021 in the industry. And yep. it's our time to do our annual predictathon, thon where we tend to be very wrong, but we never check how wrong we are. So it doesn't actually matter. Um, so <laughs> let's throw out some bold predictions about what we think is going to happen in 2021. Who wants to get this prediction train started? I'll go. You're both. Okay. I was going to say you're both cowards,
2: but uh, Andy is <laughs> bravely volunteered my bold prediction for 2021 and it's actually kind of a sad one so I'm hoping it doesn't happen but I think Nintendo will shut down the eShop on both the Wii U and the 3DS this year
0: I can see that happening
1: yeah they've already shut it down in Latin
2: American countries
1: I think it'll take longer than that (laughs)
2: but but I get it Yeah, I mean the Wii U has for 13 years their eShop um, and we're only on 10 years on the 3DS and uh, nine years on the Wii U. So it was a little premature, but the Wii U's dead. And I think the Switch has replaced the 3DS as, it's, as Nintendo's handheld, you know? So I, I think the acceleration for that might be faster. The only thing keeping it from happening is I think we've become more um, used to the idea of digital storefronts that Nintendo might say, okay, people still have... There are still people who have these, so maybe we hold on to it for a little while longer. Um, also,
1: there are, there are just enough indies that still release on the Wii U that they might want to give those guys a little more time.
2: <laughs> what was the last time a Wii U indie came out? Was it... Uh, I, I mean, like, literally...
1: Like, the really, really minor ones are, like, literally every week.
2: <laughs> oh, they still
1: release, I, I, like... I, show I, yeah, I... I, I I mean, I don't want to call it shovelware. I don't think that's fair, but oh. but yeah, yeah, I see really, I see really, really small scale stuff like being up posted every week. still.
2: Huh. I'll have um, to check in my Wii U, shop, right? and I haven't yeah.
1: turned the Wii U so, on. So if I'm a, I'm a Luitek, I, I, didn't get a Wii U until 2019. <laughs> so, <laughs> but who knows if my judgment is what they care about? Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, I guess what, what Wii U exclusives are you playing nowadays? Xenoblade Chronicles X, Devil's Third. Hey.
1: I, I'm going to be playing 3D World on the Wii U until the uh, the, the Switch part is, like, 40 bucks. So.
0: <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, no Bowser's no Fury on the Wii U, but no that's theory. okay. I,
2: I've um, actually found the Wii U to be my, uh, like, because yeah, it's still got the virtual console. So if I want to play yeah. Nintendo 64 games, Super Nintendo games that haven't been put on Nintendo's online service yet, you can still go there and grab those. Like, Paper Mario is... I'm doing Paper Mario for the uh, the new games release column next month, and obviously I can't find an N64 card of that that is reasonably priced, but I can yeah. get it on the Wii. The Wii, Wii has, 10 the Wii has
1: N64 game, 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 of, game Boy Advance DS, like it's so far ahead of Switch as far as retro stuff still. So sorry for cutting you off there.
2: Yeah. Uh, so if they if they do tight. announce that that is shutting down this year, I'm gonna have to go on a spending spree and just buy <laughs> all these <laughs> these things before I you know. Potentially, can't ever get them again.
1: Yeah, the Wii U is my affordable retro thing right now as well. So I yeah. very much get you. I, you know, there are these rumblings of uh, of a revamp of the Switch Online stuff, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If it takes long enough, I I hope they'll just let the Wii U stay open up until they they're ready to do something with that. <laughs> yeah,
2: but you know, I, I think yeah, it's it's the 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 lifespan of that digital storage has got to be. Over in, soon, if not this year, then maybe in the next year or two, because I just don't, I can't see them still continuing to support the Wii U for sure, and even the 3DS um, when they I, got, I, I, don't, I don't expect I can, it to be beyond like 22 or 23 for sure.
0: I can see the Wii U shop actually shutting down sooner than the 3DS one, yeah. just because there are so many 3DSs still out in the wild, uh, whereas nobody bought a Wii U um So,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they shut down the Wii U's, uh, like the 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 Me service, whatever that was called, where it was like Meverse, Meverse, the best thing on the internet. <laughs> shut that down a Fucking while ago. Miiverse. So it's um, like, you know, th- there's, I don't, can you even play Splatoon online with the Wii U? Still, I can't. I haven't tried that. In yeah, me. you just, you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you
1: can. Um, like, and like. Like ev- ev- everyone who does have a Wii U, like they can have their, their, like the account on the Wii U is shared with the Switch account. Like all those people are still just using the same account on both hardware. I'm oh, mine. Um, so there's, yeah, like, like, there's a, still a fair amount of Wii U support, actually. But
3: yeah,
1: yeah but it's also fair to say, like, yeah, the Wii U was discontinued right before the Switch launch. The 3DS was only discontinued last year. Um, 3DS will probably outlive the Wii U's. Uh, digital services. Yeah,
2: respective. I guess it just depends on how those shops are connected. Like on on Nintendo servers, like can they shut down the Wii U shop and not shut down the 3DS shop? I don't I don't know how closely they can. those are. That's a fair question as well.
0: I'm sure they can set them down, shut them down separately. I don't think they're super interdependent. Um, speaking of Nintendo predictions, uh, I'm going to be very bold, and. Yes, and and, you're, my and cousins I'm cousins sure Bones is something in here to contradict this. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say no, no second switch model is gonna come this year.
2: Mm, I don't know
1: about yeah, that. No, one. It's insane.
0: <laughs> I like I I don't see why it would. The existing hardware is selling really well. There's no point That's, in splitting the market right now.
1: That is maybe true.
0: 2022.
1: The new thirty launched the. Only two years after the 3DS did, and after its most successful year ever, they do this. It is how they do. Yeah,
0: it, it just... is how they do. I mean, it's how they've done once. I don't think a pattern's been established.
1: No. I mean, the Game Boy Color only was only on the market for like a year before the Game Boy Advance happened. That's fair. Anyway, um, no, it's it's pretty consistent with their handhelds actually. But okay, but my my broader point is like. Like N- Nintendo's strategy for this stuff is that they want to get out ahead of sales flagging. They don't want to be responding to sales flagging. That's my my main issue with your argument.
0: <laughs> That's fair. I just don't see, like, I know there have been all these rumors, but none of these rumors are consistent with each other about uh, like what exactly like- this thing is.
2: Well, I, I mean feel like the rumor of a Switch 2 has been around since almost the birth of the Switch. It's like, okay, well when's the Pro coming out though? Like <laughs> I mean I it might like, be
0: coming. I don't know. I'm I'm willing to be proven wrong on this because like I said, yeah. these are bold predictions and no one's going to hold me to account for them. So yeah. um I, respect I apologize plan. for
1: being hard-headed about it, but I'm, you know, I'm coming from a perspective where I'm starting to make contacts in this industry and you know I also hold the, 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 the journalists who have proven themselves respectable in pretty high, consistent regard. Yeah, kind of I mean, there are, there
0: are insiders who are reporting that. Mm-hmm. I, I full, let me put it this way. I am certain that there is a Switch, like a Switch XL or Pro or whatever, or even a Switch right. 2 in development right now. I just don't think it's coming out in 2021.
1: I get I and I can accept that I just I I just also think that thing was originally supposed to be a 2020 release and they're not going to push it back that far and I'll and I'll concede like the 2020 thing is actually like my theory alone and most people have not backed that up but that's another question (laughs)
0: yeah Yeah. I think the the working like my understanding is that the the rumor is that it's meant to kind of coincide with Breath of the Wild 2 right yeah yeah um I don't know if there's any insider information backing that up or if that's just informed speculation, but
1: it's mostly just been that speculation. Yes. uh, Like most people are just making that assumption and it's a consistent assumption and it's an understandable one, but there's not like specifically people like the good sources saying that mostly. Sorry.
0: Yeah. So Um, I don't know. I'm always skeptical of this stuff. I get that. We'll see.
1: I get that. Um, it's a it's a weird position to be in, to be like starting to to develop contact relationships, but be still so much on the fringe of this stuff. Where where I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but for I feel sure. like like even post COVID, like this is going to be a really big year for Nintendo, and you know that's that had been the report was that their their next like big surge of really like important first party stuff all coming out close together will be at the same time as this hardware so like I, I yeah i do think it's a this fall thing i'm pretty confident in it, but but yeah
3: yeah
0: um so Sorry. other other predictions that i might have um i think sony's gonna acquire some studios this year that's my other bold yeah. prediction
1: that yeah. that one i completely agree with um i don't know if you saw this but brad sam's the guy who who posted the the image of the Xbox Series S before Microsoft? Did. <laughs> um, that that guy is talking about how he's hearing all this stuff about acquisition talks from Microsoft, Sony, EA, Google, and Amazon all at the same time and all with like a lot of the same like few candidates. And it's, I mean, I am in no way enthusiastic about that, but uh, but yeah, I, I think we can definitely expect that arms war to to further this
2: year yeah I mean Microsoft fired the first shots on that when they acquired everybody what was it last year Yeah. so, so yeah. if Sony doesn't <laughs> yeah. respond then you know they're silly
1: unfortunately yeah. And, uh, yeah and Google and Amazon are just desperate to be able to stay in the game after their their starts and both oh, are pretty
0: <laughs> yeah especially I mean Luna hasn't even fully rolled out yet um, yeah. and I don't even know what's going on with Stadia Um so, I, I'm gonna make some bold guesses about studios that uh, whatchamacallit that Sony might uh acquire. I'm gonna yeah. guess Bluepoint. I think everyone's saying Bluepoint, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, the, the rumble, the rumbles uh, and Bluepoint have been around for a long time at this point. <laughs>
2: um, um,
0: another possibility is Quantic Dream because they mostly put their games on PlayStation first and then port them elsewhere later uh, yeah. but that might they might be too big to acquire i don't know because they and also publish
1: stream is trying to go more like they, they're pushing harder on independence you know they went from having sea of solitude through ea to self-publishing it on switch and reportedly they're they want to continue in that direction um but you know
0: money talks right
1: yeah money talks uh, absolutely uh,
0: So my wildcard picks that probably no one else is going to pick are uh, Housemark, who's doing Returnal. Um, And they did Matterfall for the PS4. And the big wildcard pick is MediaVision, who did the Digimon story games.
1: Um, That would be interesting.
0: Yeah, they don't... The weird thing about Sony is that they don't have a lot of first-party studios. I mean, they have all their like Sony studios or whatever how many, however many they have in japan right. they don't have any that many developers on japanese yeah. soil it's a little weird um yeah and they could probably use one that's done uh Val- they did valkyria 4 they did digimon story uh shining residence so they have a, t- a track record
1: and taking these further steps with you know with devs okay. like housemarks you know, and like Insomniac before them, where you know you're you have such a strong relationship already, just like fully finalizing and, and cementing it is a a significantly less risky investment than something like ZeniMax was. Um,
0: yeah, ZeniMax yeah. is uh, going to be kind of messy because uh, they have their yeah, own internal yeah. structures, and who knows how well yeah. this will mesh with Microsoft's.
1: Yeah, I, def- I definitely think that's where that's the kind of direction Sony is going to. To mostly focus on, uh, much like Nintendo, just buying the Luigi's Mansion guys.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Next um, Level—they just got yeah. bought out. Um, yeah. So let's do yeah. some more predictions on the Nintendo Sorry game
1: and <laughs> Sorry,
2: <laughs> Next Level
1: hadn't made a Nintendo game, a non Nintendo game since. Remember when MCU movies used to have tie-ins, like like licensed tie-ins that weren't a Square Enix live service boondoggle. <laughs>
0: yes. I actually yeah, they, do remember this.
1: Captain America Super Soldier. Which I remember people kind of liking. But, but yeah, um that was the last non Nintendo exclusive game. <laughs> oh wow. Which yeah has um, a lifetime. Ago.
0: Let's throw some more predictions on the fire. Totally. Um so
1: I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna
0: like, put out a, sorry, go ahead. You you actually you put okay, out I, one. Let's see.
1: Yes, okay. I it's it's not the most fun thing in the world, certainly. But yeah, my my head in the ring as far as acquisitions goes, I think Microsoft is gonna take Don't Nod. Oh really? Yeah.
0: I can see that happening because they did publish Tell Me Why. Mm-hmm.
1: Um yeah, they're, they're reportedly very happy with their partnership and want to push further on it. And and certainly they've shown themselves to be very purchase happy. <laughs> even when it's yeah. not even necessary. <laughs>
0: I mean, the the thing about Don't Not is, um, like they had two games come out last year, right? They had Tell Me Why and Twin Mirror. Twin Mirror was reportedly a disaster. Tell Me Why was very well received. Um, and, like, that might be down to their publishing relationships. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like they should be, there should be that much of a gulf in quality between those games. Uh, but, uh, What's we call it? Twin Mirror was published under Bandai Namco, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that was necessarily the best publishing partner for uh, the kind of stuff that uh, Don't there's Nod wants sense. to
1: do. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think I think there it, it looks like there's incentivization on both sides on that front, and you know, hopefully, if that does happen, they they at least consider Don't Nod's project small enough that some of them could still be multiplas. Like double fine or whatever, uh, but we'll see. <laughs> God knows where this stupid industry is going, right?
0: Yeah, the th- the thing I'm I'm really concerned about at the end of the day is: are these studios going to be churned into, uh, like turned into triple A churn factories that are just kind of right. making much bigger versions of of what they're already making, or can they continue yeah. to kind of make stuff in? The old format and kind of fill that double A void uh, that yeah. doesn't get very well filled uh, on consoles. And yeah, we have if,
1: like a lot of suggestions of that concern yet, but like it's still early in the this phase of this stuff, and also Hellblade two like becoming an Unreal Engine five game is weird, <laughs> and like one of the worst things, symptoms that seem to be in that regard. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah, I mean, it Uh, might be it might be that it's just easier to work with UE five for what they want to do with that game, but it also could mean they're trying to make it bigger and badder or whatever. Yeah, it's really hard to know which way that's going. Yeah. Um, Any other? So, Andy, do you have any other predictions you wanted to throw out?
2: Um. Let's see. Uh, uh, Sony will buy Team Seventeen. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> sorry, that? that is that is
0: hilarious that is that is the most hilariously random prediction and it's yeah. not even completely out of the realm of possibility it's just it's yeah, really funny that? to me Oh no point oh, yeah, and
1: like, I, can you imagine I, wor- sorry, can you ahead. imagine
0: Worms being in the next version of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale <laughs> that would be really Did
3: funny you play
0: Worms yeah. Rumble? that's not too bad I didn't play Worms Rumble. I haven't played a Worms game since Worms Reloaded yeah, they yeah, gave I had,
2: it on a PlayStation Plus uh, in December. It was okay. I yeah, played- it's, on,
1: it's, on, it's on Game Pass, too. Yeah, I I could play it on either for free, and I, I haven't. <laughs> Sorry, worm.
2: Yeah, um, it's, it's only got about a week's worth of fun after that. It's like, okay, I don't need to go back to that game. Well
1: yeah. so, um, My other prediction is that is that Sony will fast-track a PS5 Slim, and then we'll start hearing about it this year, even if it won't be officially announced.
0: <laughs> i can see that i can see rumors of that happening and i can see it not coming out until 2023
1: right yeah because I, they, like they do if they really want to like <laughs> respond to uh concerns but, <laughs> but yeah. i
0: mean i think first things first you need to get their production lines for the existing yeah. console in order yeah totally. um like i've been reading the, the other day uh i'll have to dig up the article that they've been basically targeting everywhere except japan yeah um, it's so crazy i mean they don't need to at, at, back at home right because they're still outselling mm-hmm. uh the they're still outselling the the xbox one by a factor yeah, of all seven like to one xbox.
1: but they're also yeah it's, it's in a weird place where like like what was the other headline? I, I'm, you might have seen it on on Era. Um, it was like, 2020 was the first year since the PS1's Japanese launch that less than a million PlayStation's sold in Japan.
3: <laughs> that's
1: um, and when you can when you can that relative to that the that the PS4 was you know having its own like COVID boom to some extent in the West like that's very jarring. <laughs>
0: it is super jarring they've had massive yeah. supply issues in japan because they're just yeah. not targeting that market anymore they've cornered it um i mean and the xbox series x is vastly outselling the xbox one in japan right now yeah um yeah, totally. like nobody bought an xbox one in japan nobody like it didn't even like there are piles of xboxes on launch day that nobody is yeah. picking up um and it's still despite the fact that it's selling so much more it's still being outsold by the ps5 by a factor of seven to one on japanese soil and that's partly supply they're not supplying that many xboxes over there but it's it's weird that um like playstation just doesn't need to do anything in japan now Uh, so they're targeting europe they're targeting other parts of southeast asia uh but like loyal playstation gamers in japan are are starting to get a little bit annoyed because they've taken stuff out of um uh, the PS5 that was on the PS4 stuff like uh, the control mapping. So mm-hmm. if you've ever played a, like your Switch and you compare that to your your PlayStation, um, the way you cancel out of things is a different like button layout on the Switch than on the PS uh, PS4 because it's borrowed. Like the Switch maintains um, the same button layout as in Japan, whereas uh, PlayStation's flips it to be. More familiar to Western gamers, uh, but now they're taking the Western arrangement and forcing it on Japan, and people aren't happy. Uh, right, so it's little yeah. things like that that's kind of pissing people off. But again, when you're winning seven to one, what do they really care?
1: Yeah, yeah, but you have to wonder like how intensive consequences at a certain point will go. You know, like. Like you can, you can only devalue a a demographic for so long an audience for so long. (laughs) Uh,
0: Like it's, it's really hard to tell whether or not it's working. Um, yeah. Right. When you've got like, I mean, when, when Sony's only advertising, it's like massive quadruple, a, like, like cinematic spectacles made in the West at their showcases. And, uh, Microsoft's like, fucking Jump Force, yeah! At their showcases. <laughs> um, and that's still not really moving the needle so that, that much. And
1: also, Microsoft discounted the Xbox Series S exclusively in Japan. <laughs> Permanently. Yeah, uh,
0: they, they're trying to make a play for it. And yeah. Again, that's that. And, and, I and, keep going back to that 7-to-1 factor. Yeah, I mean, no, it, I get that. It's I, gone I, from I like 20-to-1 to 7-to-1, to but...
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, how much, how much more growth is is just realistically possible? I my point was less about Microsoft and more like Nintendo cutting it on PlayStation than anything, honestly.
0: Like, I mean, that that's also probably happening quite a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, I just, just saw a headline that said
2: that uh, what was it eighty two percent of all consoles? Eighty seven percent. Eighty seven percent
1: in twenty twenty, yeah. In Japan. Yeah. And, and yes granted yeah um you know ps4 was past its peak and ps5 is pre-presumable its presumable peak just because of the state of things and switches you know in a better place and it's it's cycle but still like that's pretty intense <laughs> yeah
2: and well, i think you yeah have to think animal crossing for that too oh yeah. for sure that
0: that game is like i mean that game was was popular worldwide it's a freaking juggernaut in Japan.
1: It absolutely um,
0: yeah, it's 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 always interesting to see like what sells in Japan 'cause there's so there's overlap kind of exactly where you'd expect. Like the big Japanese games also sell really well there. Um and like your Call of Duty's also do super well over there. Um but then beyond that, there's games sort of like that sell super well in Japan that sell like five copies. In the west and it's it's really funny to see like the the sales charts uh across countries Mm -hmm. i have one more prediction and it's going to be um actually i have two more predictions one is going to be um i'm going to predict what's going to win game of the year at the game awards in 2021 i think it's going to be horizon forbidden west i can't see anything else that could threaten its crown on the horizon
1: realistic sure
0: yeah. maybe the, the new God of War yeah. game if that I also manages out. to come out in 2021
1: That's no I fucking way it's going to delayed to
0: 2022. <laughs> yeah I think it's getting delayed to 2022 uh, and I'll make the not super bold prediction that Psychonauts 2 will be nominated but won't win <laughs>
1: yeah these I, are I not very bold predictions agenda I and I like that a lot
2: nominated. sorry Andy what were you saying I don't know if it'll even be nominated I I don't know. I don't I have think, high hopes for it. I think it'll be good, but I don't think it's going to be uh, like universally beloved.
1: Whether it's specifically Psychonauts 2 or not, I do think the Game Awards is increasingly going to have it as a regular feature, that like, there, that there will be an indie slot in the Game of the Year category, much like how for a while there was an animated feature slot in the uh, the Oscars that would be not yeah weird. i
3: can see sure.
0: yeah and like this year like sorry last year it was hades right yeah um, and that was and that game was just like tearing up the charts um so obviously it was going to get recognized yeah uh i don't know whether psychonauts 2 i think it's just going to get in by kind of sheer hype yeah just because it's such a it's become such a like it's no longer just like this cult classic; it's become a phenomenon in the wider,
2: um, in the wider industry and culture. So, yeah, but, I mean, you, if you go to a retro gaming store, I mean, you'll see copies of Psychonauts two that are still, you know, sixty bucks, fifty bucks. Like that game is still really expensive on PS two and Xbox.
0: Yeah, I mean, I my so the funny thing is, is I'm. I'm coming at this from kind of a PC perspective where you can regularly get Psychonauts for three bucks. Right. Um, But like, yeah, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a game that's retained its popularity. It's sold so much more after its initial failure than like when it first came out, it's just like this regular good seller now, which is weird considering how badly that game flopped at release.
2: Oh, hey, I got a a cool Psychonauts uh, Easter egg for you. Um, We're well past Christmas by the time this comes out, obviously. Uh, But if you play the PC version of Psychonauts on Christmas and you buy something from the camp store, you'll get an achievement.
0: I should just go Uh, ahead and do that. Um, I mean, in approximately 11 months. Right, but yeah, I so should just, go just remember
2: that for 11 months. In fact, I have yeah. it on my, on my Steam page, my rarest achievement showcase. 3% of the players who own Psychonauts have this achievement, so... Can
1: yeah. they, can't they add to the PS4 version, too, so my mom can get in on that action?
2: Uh, I, I don't
0: know if it's on the PS4
2: I, I'd have to look it up. They like,
0: might have a trophy for it.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, I'm going to make one more prediction, and it's not going to be a happy one. And I think it's going to be controversial. Um, I don't think Kingdom Bridge of Spirits, uh, that really gorgeous looking action-adventure game that's receiving a lot of hype, I don't think it's going to be good.
2: I I never thought it looked good, to be honest.
0: It's a game from a studio that's never made a game before. Um, And the the death knell for me is that while the animation looks really good in cutscenes, in the few gameplay snippets uh, they've released. The animation looks really stiff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like the, their pedigree was a was a popular Zelda fan film. Like that's that's what they built this off. <laughs> um, they could very easily just have stumbled into this situation, kind of underestimating what it really takes to make a, a really good game and. Yeah, I no, I, I think it's a very sensible one. And like I mean, we were talking about that with like the medium and other like big, uh, smaller dev stuff coming out right now. I mean Wonder Wonderworld has had those concerns as well. Like there will definitely be some of these these um over uh exceptionally hyped, um, smaller projects that not all of them are gonna satisfy for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah for me Yeah, where Kena I see Kena the difference across... sorry, go ahead. I think comes across as like a I don't know if this is going to be rude or not, but it comes across as like a THQ game. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of has that like lower budget generic look to it, you know, and I'm sure it'll be fun enough. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure if I played it, I, I would I would get a good, you know, maybe solid hour or two of enjoyment out of it. But it just doesn't look like it's going to hold my attention past, you know, the opening a uh, you know, couple hours of the game.
1: And and granted, I so desperately want more of that—that mid-budget, double A, as as Merv talked about earlier. But like specifically the way that stuff was uh, in like the early two (laughs)
2: thousands. It just reminds me of, of lazy Saturday afternoons where I'm just like playing this game and I'm bored and I have a headache because I've been sitting down for three hours, and like this is the game that I'm playing and it just makes me feel like. Not nauseous, but just like, ugh, this is a waste of my yeah. time. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I miss that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I, definitely, that. I, I, yeah, I, I definitely think that, that overhype is a problem for a lot of smaller projects right now.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I don't necessarily think it's, it's all their, their fault, right? They, you right. stumble into a marketing partnership with Sony or whatever, and you accept it because, hey, that's publicity and you need it for your game to for it to turn a profit um but then what the gaming community does with that is it becomes a runaway train of hype and this is me just pumping the brakes on that a little bit i think my my apprehension here is that yes there are other studios like like you mentioned uh housemark and um ball and company that aren't proven yet but they have like proven developers working on it and i don't really see that with kina it's people with yeah. an animation background trying to make a video game and yeah, maybe they've yeah. hired a bunch of devs who can really turn this into something fantastic But
1: no, I, I definitely agree Kena is at an even higher risk for it than a lot of those other ones again yeah. their claim to fame was a Majora's Mask fan film <laughs> that, yeah, that does if, not if translate put... to making a good game
2: <laughs> Right. I think if Kena was like a short film um, you know it, it would probably do a lot better than if it was like a video <laughs> but we don't know anything about the video game it could be great yeah let's, yeah.
1: So, yeah. yeah i don't want, i'm yeah. not trying to assume either yet but yeah i, I agree that there's a serious risk there yeah uh, yeah let's
0: see some footage and see what happens um all right and moving on we have one special we haven't played a game on this podcast in a very long time and yeah. usually when we play games it's me asking people trivia questions and i'm laughing at them when they don't know the answers um <laughs> Today, we're going to do something a little different. Andy is our game master. And yes. there are no right or wrong answers here because we don't know the answers yet. Andy's going to list a bunch of games, and we're going to predict the probability that each one comes out in 2021. These are all yeah. games that are currently slated for
2: 2021. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Or even even just coming soon. We don't, we don't oh, even yeah. know. Some are coming really
1: soon. Years, but are are leaning towards the presumption of 2021 right now. Yeah,
2: so and, and like some, of, the, some of these have been on my my year. list because I, I compile this new game release list uh, for at least two, maybe three years. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So uh, uh basically, what I want you to do is, from a scale of of zero to ten, where zero is not at all likely, and ten is is very likely, um, that these games will release in 2021. I've randomized the titles so that way it's no, don't think like the first one is gonna, it's not ranked from like what I think to it's, it's totally random. All right, so here we go. Uh, so is six like a
0: 60% chance? So I think of this like a probability? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry, yeah. I, I I do math for a living. I,
2: I need yeah. to, to latch uh, on I to think, I think in the marketing world, they call this like an NPS scale. So, uh, uh, just kind of think of it in in that terms. Zero is definitely not coming out, and 10 is yes, this will come out. And anything in between is kind of your, you know, the gray area. All right. Got it. So, number one, uh, Elden Ring. Zero. (laughs) Zero. Definite zero.
0: Five. Five. Oh, (laughs) wow. Okay. I don't think we're. George R. R. Martin is writing for this. It's not coming out before 2025. (laughs)
1: Okay. I'm sorry for the obnoxious one again, but um George R. R. Martin wrote The Lore and he had already yeah. completed it when he submitted it when the game was announced. Like like that was the only part of the game that was finished when it was announced. It was announced like disproportionately early in development. But he had already done the writing. He was done already. So that That's part true. takes care of. Um I still don't think it's yeah.
0: coming out until twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that being said, yes, this game um is is has been in this bought for since fucking june 2019 now where they just yeah. haven't given any updates and and yeah the impre- the impression internally is that is that yeah they're either struggling with it or a little more or just like announced it too soon so yes i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a five at best um right. and i would say like if it does happen it will have to be like really late in the year
2: <laughs> yeah okay uh oh i i guess i should give my prediction too um i'm gonna give it a two I'm I'm giving that a two. I don't think it'll come out this year, but it might come out. You never know. All right, second game, Bayonetta three. <laughs> uh, three. Sure,
1: why not? Thirty percent chance. Yeah. Bayonetta three got Bayonetta three got rebooted, and Hideki is, like his 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 annual comments on Annette's progress have gotten. More and more depressing each time. <laughs> Zero.
2: Yeah. The last thing I read is he said that uh, the game is still in progress, but he can't talk about it. So I, I'm uh, wondering if this is a, a Switch Two kind of a, a thing, where like it's going to be like a Switch Two launch title. Um, I'm giving it a nine myself. I think it will come out this year, but you know, we'll see. It
1: it got rebooted, but um. Yeah. His, I believe his most most recent one was they said, We hope that you'll see something from it this year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that brings me down a
0: little bit. It's also Hideki Kamiya, who's a notorious uh who's notorious for hyperbole. And,
1: yeah, yeah, Kamiya is a weird guy, for sure. Yeah. Um, but right. no, my understanding is that Bayonetta three's development was yeah, it was bad.
0: <laughs> platinum has platinum is a very weird developer and that sometimes their development cycles are just completely smooth sailing mm-hmm. like with Neurotomata, apparently that was just like the easiest game for them to develop yeah. and sometimes things go completely off the rails like what happened with Scalebound um, they're getting they're a very inconsistent they should, developer
1: they should they should have agreed to Babylon Fall and Bay 3 at the same time
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know if that's gonna turn out so well for them yeah. All right. All right, Andy us with another one.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, next is another Switch title, Metroid Prime Four.
0: <laughs> zero. Ne- negative ten. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Are you gonna put that as
1: a one? I think we'll get It's a, a second teaser this year, and that's
2: it. <laughs> yeah, the second teaser is just gonna be a different font of the logo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a zero on that one too. I don't think that's coming out this year.
0: I'm put. I'm giving it a
2: one. Yeah, ten percent chance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's we we haven't heard a lot from Nintendo recently. I mean, they have. When was the last time they did a proper direct, not an indie one or a third party one? Early twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mean, come on, they they have. They've got to be holding something on that they aren't willing to talk about yet. So, (laughs) you're killing me here. All right, moving on, moving on. Uh, This one I, I have higher hopes for Ghostwire Tokyo. Is that coming out this year? Nine. Nine. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> Seven. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah I'll, go with the, I'll go with the nine here as well.
1: I think it could slip to early 2022 if there's um, some problems. But um,
2: yeah, I mean, COVID probably obviously has a, a uh, has delayed some of these. I'm sure we would have gotten the last. Did you see year.
1: that ended, release month late?
2: Oh no, I didn't. What did it? What were they October.
1: saying? October. Yeah. Okay. okay. For October which is
0: appropriate for, for that game. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's yeah, matter. It
1: a, a theme in thing like Luigi's Mansion 3, but yeah. Anyway.
0: Um, I mean, I think I, I don't know exactly what the story on that game's development is because it's director left partway through, right? Yeah. Uh, could be yeah. <laughs>
3: um,
0: left partway through and now has been freelance for, I guess a year or two now. Yeah. Um, so I, I, don't know how badly that affected development yeah. sometimes the director leaving is not such a big deal and sometimes it's a huge deal and it just there's no information out there really about even why she left so yeah it's it's hard to know how like how badly development was affected by that
1: yeah okay all yeah, right is um, ex- extremely light in general right
2: now so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, moving on, we've got Dragon Age 4. 1? Uh, 0? I'm not
0: zero, entirely zero. sure here.
2: Yeah, I think I'm in agreement. I think I, this is 0 as well.
1: I, like, I think the full blur on that game will surprise us on, in its timing, but I don't think that it's near ready. yet. Certainly. <laughs>
2: A, a sidebar on that I mean BioWare is kind of wrapped up in a bunch of different things it seems do you think yeah. they have any plans to continue Anthem or is that just dead like dead 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 and they're never going to do their promised reboot uh
1: that's a really tough call i think i think Anthem 2.0 will probably get it out the door but yeah i think i think they're going to take as long with it as they can at this point um like it's not a priority anymore um,
0: I think Anthem Two is happening, but I think it'll be a much less severe change than was
2: hinted. Yeah, at. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think it'll still be an open world? Uh...
0: So, what I what I think is going to happen with with Anthem is that the changes. It's still going to be it that kind of MMO thing. It is sort of right now. Um, I think most of the changes are going to be in like progression gating and gear and maybe tweaking the gameplay a little bit. I don't think it's gonna fundamentally change the structure of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I also I also honestly think they will even like 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 the marketing of it when it does happen it will pretend like they never acted like it was Anthem two point to begin with. It will just be swept under the rug. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like, "Hey, here's the new anthem." Yeah,
1: it's going to be
0: it's going to be a significant update, but I don't think it's going to fundamentally change anything about the game other than like the stuff that people complained about and maybe some more end game
1: content. Yeah, my um my projections for for Dragon Age 4 and um uh the new Mass Effect right now are like 2024 to 2026. <laughs> I, I, actually, I wouldn't
0: put Dragon Age 4 later than 2023. <laughs> They've been working on it for a long time. I mean, it did get rebooted. Um, it, yeah. But I think a five year dev cycle for that game is, like, compared to how long it took to, to make the other games, I think five years should be sufficient to get it out the door.
1: Yeah, it's but, pessimistic for sure. And it's not that, like, EA doesn't like things taking that long generally. But yeah, we'll yeah.
2: see. We'll see. Um, Hit us with another one, Andy. All right. Uh, let's see here. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild Two. Does that come out this seven. year? Or do they wait for a Switch upgrade? Six.
1: Yeah. Seventh. Yeah. I. I. That that game started targeting 2020, and it was likely pushed back even before COVID. But I I do think that like resource wise, it is a huge pri- priority right now that they don't want it to
2: fall back too much further yeah um, I'll, I'll the because yeah. i mean like 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 i really think it will be like a lot of people are saying kind of there the switch 2 is coming out here's zelda to play on it like it, it'll still play on the original switch i think but i bet it's going to look best and play best on a switch Two. so i, I definitely that. you know well um, we'll we'll see i you know i yeah, but you're right. if they, they, they've been sitting on this for so long that I think if if they kind of just ignored it another year, that people would get a little frustrated. So Yeah.
1: I think if it did so to twenty twenty two, it would be like like March would be the 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 deadline for, for how long they're willing to delay, you know, it'd be a fiscal year thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that would coincide. Let's see, twenty twenty two, that would be five years after the switch came out. So that'd be five that's... years
1: after the wild
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah. have to switch amber yeah. breath of the wild came out so i mean i think that's that's a good that's that's not too long but it is bordering on like okay when's the next zelda coming out yeah for sure all right uh next we know year- so
0: little about this game sorry just just one thing we know yeah. so little about this game other than we've just seen that that teaser cutscene, and of it's got all, all sorts of all sorts of speculate uh, it's gone all sorts of speculation about how oh, you can play Zelda this time around. And I don't know if that's true. <laughs> uh, my guess is, like, my, my speculation is that uh, the big technical challenge for this one is that you have a companion following you around, i.e. Zelda,
1: for a lot of the game.
2: Oh, yeah, but maybe. I like, don't... You've been
1: pushing this theory for a while, and I respect it very much. I, I'm not really concerned either way, like, how the people's hopes about zelda pan out but <laughs> I admit.
0: Um, yeah i just figured to I, I should at least pay lip service to the fact that there is the speculation out there i don't know we'll see what that game turns out to be
1: yeah uh andy hit us with so- another one sorry yeah
0: oh, sorry okay. bones you
1: i was just gonna say we know it started as as a, a the second story expansion for breath of the wild one and yes obviously yeah. uh expanded further from there but yeah <laughs>
2: Um, for sure. I, yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. I really, I really hope it's good. Okay, uh, moving on. Yeah. Beyond Good and Evil Part 2.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with I'm, that
3: game.
0: That game's getting straight up cancelled. I don't care what yeah. anyone says. <laughs> I, <think it's>
1: <laughs> I, 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 I got to stop making rude noises. I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, what the fuck? Um, uh, Michel Ansel. Know. Yeah, Michelle. Yes, Michelle Ansel left. Um, yeah, the word is that most of the resources that was supposed to go into both BG and E2 and Wild went into into the former uh, before he left. But also, they were terrible, terribly mismanaged work environments. And yeah, I, I think Ubisoft will just quietly cancel them.
2: <laughs> Interesting. I'll go with the three um, on this one. I think it'll still like, come out, but it's it's not anywhere near ready. Um, yeah, I,
1: I I don't think they really have a motivation to move more with the project that project
0: without Ansel. My, like, I don't want to be too cynical. I I mean, okay, I, w- I will say one hundred percent Wild is getting canceled. Uh, oh yeah, because we haven't seen anything about it. It was Ansel's baby, BG and E two. There's still, I think, some love for what they're trying to do with it internally. Would be my That's, guess. That's based on how much they've promoted it yeah. it would be it would be kind of embarrassing for ubisoft to cancel it at this stage whereas wild like only people who are really following the industry have even heard of it right so i think there's a chance that, that beyond good and evil still comes out i don't think it's coming this year um but i, I think wild is just definitely gone yeah i don't think we'll ever that's, see that
1: game that's very sensible um uh,
0: all right, let's do another one.
2: All right, uh, here we go. Starfield. The, zero. Uh, zero? That's
1: the... Uh, I have you no know, idea why people seem so sad on thinking that this one is, is coming soon. I don't get it in the sense. <laughs> All right,
2: what's, what's your score on that one, Bones?
1: Two, I guess. Two. J- 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 Almost just because people seem to think it's almost ready, and not all of them are just like idiot fanboys. But it's so hard to believe.
2: <laughs> I mean, what what have they really been doing aside from uh, ESO and uh, Fallout seventy six? I mean, what what is Elder Scrolls six? I think is way far away from from Starfield in terms of being ready. Or do you think it's the other way around? Do you think Elder Scrolls six is almost done and Starfield is still a ways out?
1: I, I think they're both a ways away, and I think. I think um, 76's issues uh, pushed them both back further, not because they needed to put too many resources towards like improving its cred, but that they uh, are trying to avoid uh, the kind of controversy that 76 attracted.
2: Yeah, especially with a new IP. I mean, this will be the first kind of futuristic sci-fi one they've done, aside, you know, from Fallout or whatever, which is not really. You know, futuristic sci-fi. It's a different kind of futuristic sci-fi, but yeah, I think if they had a new IP, they would definitely want it to be like well worth people's time and money instead of just like, oh, this is another buggy piece of shit like Fallout 76. So I'm never going to play another one of these Starfield games. Um, I'll give it a four, just to just to be like, okay, you know, it it might come out, but you know, there's there might still be work to do on it.
0: I'm looking at the the Wikipedia article for Bethesda Game Studios right now and Starfield will be the first non-Fallout or Elder Scrolls game they've made since 2004. The last non-Fallout or Elder Scrolls game they made was IHRA Professional Drag Racing 2005. Oh, well,
2: I mean, who doesn't love that game?
0: (laughs) Yeah, everything else has been Elder Scrolls or Fallout. So this is going to be a big change of pace for them in terms of at least um, aesthetics and setting
3: yeah.
0: now is it going to play the same as as a Bethesda game probably I don't think they're capable of anything else anymore um, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I guess Who knows?
1: i I put Starfield in that Prime 4 category of I think we'll hear more about it officially soon but, yeah. but no I don't think it's going to be ready
2: <laughs> fair enough fair enough all right, moving on. What do we think about Babylon's Fall? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what to, to think.
1: Earlier in this recording.
3: <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I have no idea what to think about that one. I'm just gonna put it
2: down for a four because we've seen gameplay. Yeah, um, yeah, four. I'll, I'll, I'll support that. I'm pessimistic. I'm gonna say zero. I don't think this game's ever coming out.
0: Oh, you think it's gonna get canceled? I think it's. I think it's
2: already canceled.
0: I, th- I think that would that would piss Squeenix off a lot.
1: I don't think Squeenix, I would can
2: Squeenix was that the one right would now, yeah. I don't think they care anymore.
1: Yeah, but they lost so much money on Avengers. They can't. <laughs> I
2: don't think they want to lose anything That's true. right now. Yeah, Avengers was a huge bust for them.
0: Yeah, the funny thing is, and like I've raised this point before, Avengers did decently well at retail. It just bombed in like. The tail, yeah. And it was like initial retail release. that did pretty well, but it had no tail in terms of, yeah. uh, in terms of sales afterwards. And there's no, there's they're no not making any money the off live. the online.
1: Yeah, there's no support for the, no customer support for the live service of the game. And also, like, yeah, it was an okay retail launch, but, but yeah, it was it was still like there was there's been no yeah I guess the, yeah the tail thing is is a good way to put it um like. It was an okay launch for something that then proceeds to keep selling, which
0: it has not. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. If you'd asked me in 2018, whether I wanted um, a crystal dynamics developed Avengers game, I'd have been like, fuck yeah." yeah. And then what actually came out is just so far from what I wanted from that studio and that property that like i don't even know what to say i mean we've bashed um avengers endlessly on this podcast Um, yeah
1: yeah we were doing that since e3 (laughs) reveal
0: it's just not what i wanted out of this and i'm so disappointed as someone who you know digs the avengers and thinks crystal dynamics is a really capable and talented studio it's uh, it's a little bit of a disappointment just, for sure. It's
1: just embarrassing how badly they
2: fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh his here's another one, Andy. Okay. Um this might be the last one unless you want to continue, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Shin Megami Tensei five. Is that coming this year? Um, eight. 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 Eight, yeah. Eight. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Um uh, You think they'll do uh, three uh, and five in the same year?
0: absolutely i think they'll do one in the yes. spring and one of the fall
1: absolutely yeah and At- atlas sits on stuff until they're very close to ready like the fact that it-, it got its its next trailer last year means that it's it's in its final stages of development okay
0: I'll i mean that was five. kind of the opposite for for persona where it was original <laughs> it- like it got delayed by three four years um, yeah um but,
1: per, per, persona was a, a was a weird edge case on that front um well what, what i mean to say is like like something will get announced but then it won't get updated again until until very later on and, and I, I don't know maybe maybe they talked about persona every year because persona was becoming the weird cult head thing but um but that's that's been the pair with smt certainly is what I, yeah. can say.
0: I mean persona outsells the original series now
1: um, yeah that's also sure yeah. which <laughs> is
0: strange i guess it's like ncis and jag um, that's probably the worst i've insulted so many people with that comparison it's a really funny analogy okay. that. Uh, yeah and most of our listeners are probably too young to understand that analogy uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine um i was a baby when jag was on the air um uh, so, uh, any any other games you want to throw at us?
2: Um, let's see. Let's look over here. Uh, Batman Gotham. We can do these quick. Batman Gotham Knights. Is that coming out this year? You can just do yes or no.
0: Yes. That's coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, I think so.
2: Okay. Um, let's see. Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance for PC. Is that coming this year? I haven't I haven't heard, heard of it, so sure. sure. Why not? <laughs> I, have
1: no, I have no qualifications on this front.
2: <laughs> let's see. i got uh, no, uh the new fable reboot.
1: Oh Christ no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right.
2: No. Final Fantasy sixteen.
0: Maybe?
1: Yeah, maybe. Like
0: I I think that's in early twenty twenty two. That's yeah, my
1: impression for that one. I think it probably is or was targeting twenty twenty one, but it it could easily slip back still. So, um
2: yeah, maybe maybe like a April, a March or April twenty twenty two game. Yeah, the, yeah. The Final Fantasy seven window.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the new Indiana Jones game from Bethesda and uh, the Wolfenstein.
0: That's game. a twenty twenty three game.
2: Twenty
0: twenty two. That's gonna
2: that's take, take a while. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's
0: coming out until twenty twenty three. Like, I think they announced it. My my rationale is I think they announced it. Uh because they wanted something else to announce alongside the new Lucasfilm Games
1: uh, yeah. initiative. Yeah.
0: So I think they announced it early.
1: Yeah, which in fairness they they did announce the second game. They announced the Ubisoft thing. But uh but uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I think I think that got announced ahead of time because of the they're trying to if they want to make sure the Lucasfilm initiative is a is a thing. But also, um like that's that's machine games and they're working on whatever we wanna call it, Wolfenstein three or, or yeah. whatever as well. So um, I, I assume Wolfenstein has to get finished first before Indiana Jones uh, can happen. All, All
2: right. right, another three game. No More Heroes 3.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All
2: right. The uh, Perfect Dark reboot.
0: No. No, no. I do Cold. think it's a 2022 no. game. You think
2: yeah, 2020, like a late
0: 2022 yeah. game. But I don't think it's coming out anywhere near 2021.
2: Will yeah. that be a Xbox One title as well, or are they going straight Series X? Do you think?
0: My guess is Series X exclusive. Um, so
3: can't I think it's a PC version.
2: I, I, th- I think it's a hard call. To is coming out this year, Resident Evil Village Eight—that's coming out this year. You think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, even that green push from spring to fall would be surprising at this point. Uh da da da. da. Uh, let's see, what else? What else? I'm almost to my end of my list here. State of Decay 3. Does anybody care about that game? Is that coming out?
0: Yes, but I
1: don't care about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and I don't care about it.
2: <laughs> um, do you guys remember Tunic? Do you think Tunic will come out this year?
1: Yes. What, what the hell is Tunic?
2: <laughs> it's it's that a, little, uh, one of them indie games where you do the indie things. Yeah, you're like a little fox in like a Zelda-type world.
1: Oh, God. I don't remember that at all. I thought you might have, I thought you might have meant Toonche for a second. <laughs> uh, I also like, think hey, that's coming out this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I can't make an informed opinion on this one.
2: <laughs> Let's see. Sorry. No, it's all right. Uh, Wind Jammers 2. I know that got delayed. Delayed another I don't know or? enough
0: about Wind Jammers to make an informed opinion here.
1: I guess they
2: know. All right. Uh, okay, and this is the last one for sure The Wolf Among Us Part 2 i think that's a
0: prime candidate for a delay yeah
2: all
0: right so i'm gonna say if it comes out it's going to be very late 2021 and it's going to slip to the first half of 2022
2: yeah i can see it being like a january release
0: yeah that's also a possibility
2: yeah
0: right that's all right all right so, we've, uh, we've run through every single game that's coming out in 2021. There are no other video games that are coming out in 2021.
1: We've run
0: through every um, single so, game that isn't coming out in 2021. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Halo Infinite does not exist. Yeah. No.
3: Um,
0: no. Good Life does not exist. Uh, Sable, Super Mario 3D World plus Battles of Fury does not exist. Um. Tales of Arise, I actually think that doesn't exist. God, how long ago did we hear about that game and nothing? Yeah,
1: that, that game's, like, legit maybe becoming Vaporwave.
0: or Not Vaporwave, Vaporware. <laughs> oh, 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 God, could you imagine a Vaporwave Tales game? That would it would be, be so fucking rad. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, it would be terrible, but it would be fucking rad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's actually a game I'm super worried about. Uh, because it's pretty much in like development hell that's what the the chatter seems to be yeah. uh i it's never taken this long to make a tails game they must have really fucked something up or gotten stuck on something i don't know i'm scared <laughs>
1: i'm sorry man.
0: uh that's all right I, i'll i'll live <laughs> if a video game turns out bad it will not hurt me
1: yeah um, what a hot take
0: Uh, right now to say that yeah I know it's just video games guys Um, anyway uh, if you would like to keep up to date with this podcast you can follow us on our website at avocadogamescast.wordpress.com there we post each episode along with a link dump to kind of fact check what we're saying sometimes I don't know we try to stay on facts but sometimes the facts get away from us um you can also subscribe to us on itunes google podcasts or spotify or all three if you're weird no judgment but you can go ahead and do that if you'd like uh just search for avocado Gamescast on those platforms and we're the only podcast called the avocado games cast despite the fact that we have no legal protection for this name so if you steal it we can't really stop you uh please don't steal it um also, make sure you check out the community that spawned this podcast, The Avocado, at the-avocado.org. Uh, you can type out the word hyphen, but that won't take you anywhere. So just type, like, press that hyphen key on your keyboard. You know, it's next to, it's between zero and the equal sign, in case you're having trouble locating it. So, you know where to find it. All right. Um, anything else you want to say before we po- call this podcast to a close? Uh, read Here's my Tuesday here. New
3: games. Oh.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah so Andrew <laughs> eat andy's tuesday new games column every tuesday on the avocado talks about new games talks about old games from 10 20 30 and sometimes even 40 years ago because video games are now like 40 years old and that's weird
2: yeah
0: and i'm scared um bones you want to oh, mention yes. anything?
1: Re- re- read games new- yeah read games game news roundup every month um check out my youtube uh videos when they start when they start getting posted and Here's to a, a, a hopefully a better 2021. Here,
0: here. <laughs> in general. Yeah, can't wait for 2021 to invent time travel. So we can just go back and redo 2020. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> see y'all on the flip side. And take care, everyone.
2: Bye-bye. Take care.